Hello, everybody. This is Janice Malone with Film Festival Radio Show. You are about to listen to one of our best of previously aired shows. But guess what? Stay tuned to this station because next week, same time, 12 noon, we'll be back with a brand new edition of Film Festival Radio with some brand new guests. So until then, have a wonderful rest of the weekend and an even better week. So we'll see you next Saturday. Bye-bye. It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Everybody, welcome to Film Festival Radio Show. It's me, Janice Malone, right here in beautiful, sunny Las Vegas. It's that time of day, weekends, of course, where we get to hang out together. And I always love it when you guys hang out with us and our guests here. Yeah, we got some guests, but you know, there's so much going on this weekend in Vegas. There's always something going on every day, actually, but especially on weekends here. This weekend is the Billboard Music Awards, and uh, I will be chatting with uh, a young DJ who uh, is a part of the festivities for the uh, Billboard Music Awards. I'll tell you about her shortly. We also have uh, one of the cast members of VH1's hit show, Basketball Wives. That show is going to have season 10 premiere on Monday. So we want to uh, definitely tune in if you're a big fan, longtime fan of that show, you want to stay tuned with us. And who else do we have on? Oh, yeah, we have the winner. The winner. Winner of NBC's hit show, I can definitely say it's a hit show, American Song Contest, which premiered last month, actually. And uh, the winner was announced this past Tuesday. So we um, pre-recorded that interview. What did we do that? Wednesday, this past Wednesday. So we have Alexa, who is the winner. And then we have uh, an author, best-selling author. Has anyone... How many of you out there are members of LinkedIn? I, my hands, I got both hands because I really frequent LinkedIn. Uh, just be, you know, for networking purposes for the show and such. But if you are using LinkedIn, uh, especially uh, for looking for new career opportunities, there are there are tips and secrets as to how to properly do so. And we have an author as I said, best-selling author who used to work at LinkedIn. Yes, yes, yes. He is guy. He has a new book out, and he's going to be joining us to tell us some tips on how. What are you doing right? What are you doing wrong? And what should you do on how to maneuver through LinkedIn successfully? So he will be joining us. I can't wait. I can't wait. I have the book. I've been scanning through it and reading uh, through everything. So I have so many questions for him. So please stay tuned for that segment. Because if, like I said, if you're looking for a career move or, or whatever, LinkedIn is like the go-to place now for uh, career and employment and such as that. So this guest will 
give you uh, give all of us some tips about how to, you know, like I need some tips just for networking and such. So anyway, those are our guests. And so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking to my first guest, Alexa, the winner of NBC's American Song Contest, which is a show, of course, hosted by Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with Alexa right after this. Okay, we are back here with me, Janice Malone, for more Film Festival Radio Show. Hope you're listening. Glad that you are. You always listen. And so we really do appreciate that. Uh, okay, let's talk about our first guest. How many of you out there have become fans of NBC's latest big box talent show, uh, American Song Contest, which is hosted by um, Kelly Clarkson and Snoop Dogg? Show premiered last month. The ratings went through the roof. Uh, we saw all kinds of very talented singer, songwriter, uh, performers as they were representing all states of America and territories and DC, all of that. Everybody was represented. Well, they crowned a winner this past Tuesday and her name is Alexa and she is the first ever winner of the NBC show American Song. Again, this is a first, their first year. First, I don't even think they've been on a month yet, but anyway, uh, Alexa, her, her given name is Alex Christine, but her stage name is Alexa, and she's a very talented K-pop genre singer, a dancer, and a songwriter who is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And so she really did uh, just wow everybody with her song, Wonderland. Uh, she performed it uh, Tuesday night, and then she had performed it previously. She also is a choreographer as well. So we had the opportunity to chat with Miss Alexa uh, Wednesday morning, actually, immediately after she was crowned the first ever winner of NBC's American Song Contest. And she is such a delight uh, to chat with. We're going to have a lot of fun, as you will hear. So let's roll it. My interview with NBC's American Song Contest first winner, Alexa. Let's hear it. Oh, Alexa, congratulations. Oh my God. Let's, let's see those nails one more time. I'm Thank so jelly. You. I'm so jelly. Oh my stars. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, Thank you. Can you just give me a quick rundown on what the last, what, 20 hours or so have been like for you? The last 20 hours have been an emotional roller coaster, if you will. Uh, lots of nerves, lots of Lots and lots of nerves, wow. Uh, but also a bunch of uplifting support and like good energy from those around me and just a lot of gratitude and just thankful hearts. You know, that's all we've got right now. Just absolutely thankful for everything that this experience has brought for us. It's been a wonderful opportunity. Well, young lady, you brought it. You really brought it last night. Everyone, of course, in Oklahoma and around the world was just so proud of you. Um, so, okay, what, you're, you're holding hands with your family, just praying. What was the first thought you had when they announced that you are the winner? I think it felt like my mind just went like, whoosh, lack of words, sound effect only, but whoosh, and it just went to white. And then it hit me. And I think I was just thinking, no way, this can't be real. Are you serious? But I really don't think there were all too many thoughts in my head. I think it was just, 
I was feeding off of the emotion and excitement of everyone else around me. It was just such a heightened moment. It was so overwhelming, but in the best way. Well, in addition to representing your fine state of Oklahoma, I have relatives there. Hello, relatives. Uh, But you are also the first ever winner of NBC's American Song Contest. Does that give you any more of a, you know, scariness or burden, not say burden, but um, a mantle to carry or what? Um, I mean, with this wonderful title and this incredible experience, I would say yes, there is a little bit of weight added to the shoulders now because I really, truly hope to uplive the name of, you know, Wonderland being the best song from this contest. And I hope to keep producing more music more albums and everything for fans of now and future fans to enjoy. Well, to further speak of Wonderland and your performance last night, girl, the choreography, <laughs> that free fall from that staircase. Oh, what was that like? It was amazing. But what was it like performing it? I mean, every time I've had the wonderful opportunity to perform for NBC's American Song Contest, it's just been such a thrill ride for me, honestly. It's been an adrenaline rush. Like, I'm someone that loves to perform and fortunately enough I am in this line of work that allows me to do so but every time I got to the top of that staircase and I got to strike that little pose and then just wee refill backwards <laughs> it just felt like I could finally take a big breath after everything like oh. I get so in stage mode when I'm performing but that little fall at the end is like my little not literal but metaphorical fall from grace that makes no sense oh my goodness oh, but like gosh. it just feels like we freeing <laughs> <laughs> well it seems like you were having a great time and so that was very very obvious well now okay you're the so many firsts for you the first k-pop artist to host a fan meeting uh in the metaverse for the game scavengers do you plan on doing more gaming type projects music or, or what i would absolutely love to do more things in the gaming world the streaming world the metaverse if you will i mean kind of gaming related but i think there's a video that's going to be coming out on the 13th if i'm correct uh-huh. uh it's league of legends related so you might want to see that later when it comes out now are you a gamer or do you have time for it here's the thing i myself have tried games many a time whether it's console or pc and my skill is bad my little brother however he is fantastic so sometimes we'll do facetime calls and he'll just play while we're talking or he'll send me like videos of people playing through certain games that i might think are cool so it's really entertaining to me i'm just very bad at <laughs> don't don't feel bad about it i'm the same way with gaming believe me <laughs> believe me well now i got a couple of last questions here because i know we're we, you're short on time here so I understand that Kelly Clarkson's niece is a big fan of yours. What was it like knowing that kind of, having that kind of a fan in your corner? Oh my goodness. Whenever I got out for that final stage, just the celebratory stage and everything, I had that little chance to talk to Kelly and sleep before everything. And Kelly told me something that just absolutely rocked my world. She knew, she knew about who I was before the show even started because of her niece. And so hearing that just made my heart so happy that people know about k-pop people know about this wonderful music style that's been you know beginning to take over worldwide and my team and i were just so proud that we could share that with the american audience through this show oh man well you are such a good little representative you are so good so okay all right now what happens with you what i mean the whole world is open up for you for opportunities where do you start 
Oh goodness, the whole world you say, the world is my oyster, but yes. sometimes I am allergic to shellfish. <laughs> but <laughs> then I think the next thing that we want to do is honestly just focus on, you know, trying to give fans more, you know, meeting chances, you know, seeing them mm -hmm. face to face and just paying forward that sense of warmth and gratitude that they give to me, but also, you know, working on new albums, new singles. I mean, inspiration has struck me more than once while I'm here. I'm writing down lyrics in my notebook, so we'll see what happens musically from here on out. Do you think there's an opportunity for you to maybe work with Kelly Clarkson or Snoop Dogg, or has that been discussed, or what? If that day were to come where I could collab with the lovely and talented Miss Kelly Clarkson or the OG, the OWG Snoop Dogg, I would be very happy and honored, but till that day comes, I will be waiting anxiously. So now someone just handed me a post-it note wants to know now that all the competition is over are you, what's your favorite pig out food oh my favorite food that's yeah. a great question um well my dad is originally from new york uh, uh -huh. so he made a lot of italian food growing up in our house so i really do love just a simple nice pasta pomodoro like just spaghetti but also my mom being Korean, she makes a really good like beef kimchi stew, yeah. and that is also something I am missing right now. Okay, so it sounds like your favorite pickout foods are, are kind of healthy. They're home-cooked. They're very good. Very good. <laughs> I can see it. Well, Miss Alexa, just thank you so much. Congratulations again. And uh, you are just such a delight. You're so talented. You're so pretty and articulate. And no wonder the whole world voted to have you as the first champion for American Song Contest. So congratulations again. And the next time I see you, I'm going to have my nails looking just like that because I'm just not original. So and you, <laughs> and you are. So. But I can't. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Janice. You've been a delight to talk to. Thank you so much. Okay, and I'll see you, God, on the streaming, everything. Music, TV, films, modeling, all of it. Oh, thank you. Okay, well, take care and congratulations again. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. Thanks, Janice. Okay, bye-bye, ladies. Shepherd, and you're listening to Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone. Okay, thank you, uh, Alexa. Just imagine overnight, her whole life changed. She woke up this, you know, Wednesday morning, or maybe she didn't even go to sleep. I think I would have stayed up all Tuesday night. But her career, her whole life just instantly has changed for the better. So we wish her all the best in her musical um seems like she's already got it going on more than enough here okay to further speak of people who have really got it going on that brings me to our guest uh, that will be calling in shortly how many of you out there are fans of uh the series basketball wives you you watch okay all right cool a lot of you the season is now 10 I cannot believe Basketball Wives has been on for 10 seasons. Well, they have a new season that will start on Monday, May 16th on VH1, of course, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time. And our guest, as soon as she calls in, is uh, one of the cast members, Angel Brinks. And she's going to be joining us to talk about the brand new season. What can we expect? What's going on with these gorgeous, very talented ladies? It's going to be, I understand... 
for the little few notes that I have that uh, these ladies are going to, some of them, it will be like a reunion of sorts and it will just kind of explore all what's, what they've been doing off season. And, you know, if there have been, in, been any feuding, you know, you can't have a reality show if somebody's got a feud, somebody's got a feud, even if, if it's the pets, gotta have some feuding. So uh, are any feuds going to be resolved or what? And Angel herself has been, dealing with a lot. She has business ventures going. She has a new baby, a new child, and a new love uh, companion in her life. So it's a lot to talk about and a lot to see. And again, it all takes place season 10 on basket, of Basketball Wives start Monday, May 16th, 8 p.m. here, Eastern and Pacific on VH1. So I've seen the buzzer. Angel is on board, so let's bring her on right now to find out more about Basketball Wives Season 10. You know. Okay. And you have Angel on the line. Well, hello, Angel. How are you today? Hi. Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hi. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. Yeah. Viva Las Vegas. Oh, yes, ma'am. So, you know, we, we welcome <laughs> you and your uh, cast mem- fellow cast member ladies at any time. You want to come party with us here in Vegas, of course. Oh, wow. Don't don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, to further speak of a good time, uh, Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern Pacific on VH1, the return, the premiere of the new season of Basketball Wives. Is this, what season is this? Is it 10, 11? Yes, yeah, season 10. Wow. We have, where have we been? Okay. Well, now, uh, <laughs> you are coming back. And I understand, of course, as everybody knows, you took a five-year break. So before we get to what mm-hmm. some of the things you've been doing a lot, but some of the things you've been doing, so give us some some update of what we might see on the new season premiere. Well, a lot of story. You know, we all have a real story, um, and it's very entertaining. Just a lot of drama, a lot of comedy, um, and just you know, real relatable stories, which I think is very important. Um, You know, you want to connect with your audience and and have relatable stories so that, you know, there's a connection. Okay. Can you give us any clue about storylines? I understand that you're (laughs) pregnant. Congratulations. Is that going to be a part of the storyline, your pregnancy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I just had my baby. um, But while we were filming, I definitely, um, you know, showed the, the, the journey um, which I think is very interesting. Um, you know, there's not too many, I think, reality shows where they have um, cast members that are pregnant. So to watch that journey, um, you know, if, if, if anyone that knows, I'm, I'm a, a celebrity fashion designer. Um, and, you know, dealing with all that life is so hard. So imagine being pregnant at the same time and filming was a lot. So you guys got to tune in, got to see that journey. Okay, so I understand that... Uh... This is going to be some reunions of you and some of the, the ladies from uh, former seasons. So t- who will be a part of the cast in addition to yourself? Yeah, so you'll see Shawnee, you will see Jackie Christie, um, there's Brandy, there's Malaysia, Jennifer Williams, Buffy, um, my goodness, Mia, Naria, uh, British, Brooke, you know, there's, there's quite a bit of us. Yeah, I see a, a lot of you. So, um, 
you know, as I said earlier, you took off for five years. Uh, give us a clue mm-hmm. about some of the uh, activities that you were doing. Uh, we know you had, had a baby, of course. But what else was going on with you for those five years? Well, so um, I did a lot of tours. Like, I did Mary J. Blige's tour. I did Ashanti's tour. I did, you know, um, Little Kim's tour. Um, I did shows like P-Valley, um, wardrobes for TV shows and things like that. Um, you know, I've done a lot of, I put in a lot of work in the business, and it kept me really busy in those five years. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's just doing what I love, you know, creating collections for women all over the world. I'm doing custom stuff, doing prom. Um, you know, just, just really creating moments for women and whatever special occasion they have, not just celebrities, of course, you know. So, um, you know, I just, I just keep me busy. Women keep me busy, you know. I'm always, I'm always wanting to create new stuff for them. Um, and, and I just love what I do. With so much going on uh, in your business world, business life, why did you decide to come back after, you know, to the show? You know, when I got the call, um, they were telling me they're pulling, you know, a lot of uh, MVPs from the eighth season. Um, and I also felt like I had a lot to show, you know, since I've been gone, a lot of growth. And I wanted to show the audience, you know, where I'm at, how I pull through in certain situations. Um, I know that when I was on season four and five to this very day, even though I was off TV for a while, a lot of people reached out to me and connected, like, hey, I wish you were back on TV. You know, I wish I can see, you know, your growth, your process, and, and more we miss you on TV. So I, a lot of the fans and followers were, you know, telling me to come back. And I feel like I have so much to give to the world. I, I, want, I want to inspire so many and motivate so many. And, and I want people to see my growth and how far I've come since they last saw me. So I decided to come back. Well, I know fans are very, very happy that you are back. Um, someone wanted me to ask you, uh, are you friends with any of the cast members away from the show? Or have, have you ladies, do you hang out? Do you bond on, you know, go to Starbucks or what, a shop or whatever? In any of, of you do that together? Yeah, well, you know, um, uh, Jira, who is a, a huge fan favorite, is the one that initially brought me on. Um, and, you know, we've, we've, we're friends ever since on and off the show, obviously, you know, she didn't return, but that's really, um, a good friend of mine that I, I stayed in touch with and the other ladies, you know, we stay in touch through social media and we support each other from the distance and stuff, but I could say that I've actually sit down with them. Um, no, uh, a few of the girls I didn't, I didn't know, um, I met them on the show. So just to see that interaction is always very interesting. Just to see it come together. It's almost like I, I always describe it as all-star game. You know, you mm-hmm. like the NBA, you know, you pull, you know, key players from each team and bring them together and just see how that ends up. Well, to mention NBA, of course, we are in the playoffs. Do you still have time to follow the NBA, certain teams or, or what? <laughs> uh, you know what? I just I, I was able to sit down for the first time to pay attention to what's going on. Um, I watched the Golden State Warrior game, um, but I love basketball. My son is heavy into um, basketball, so I always tell him to sit down and watch these games and see how these players are doing it. So I always I always you know stay linked. You know, my daughter's father um, plays, and he's still you know and he's still very much into it. So we um you know NBA the basketball is life for us. Will we see uh, any appearances from your current partner on, on this season of the show, or, or what? 
Oh, yes, you will. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> He's actually in some of the um, teasers and the trailers they've, rece- um, they've released. Um, he's, his name is Rockstar. He's a very big producer, Grammy-nominated, award-winning. I mean, he's just an amazing guy, and he's also very entertaining. Um, I know a lot of people are excited to see that because they haven't really seen actually him or me in a relationship on TV before. So to see us both come together with our, our two totally different personalities is actually very interesting to watch. I'm going to enjoy um, for the world to see our scenes together. Yeah, that's going to definitely put a different spin on it. And, uh, well, you know, we've all been reading the little tabloids and things and such about you, too. So I was just wondering how deeply will we see him? But you've just uh, explained we will see him deeply. Both of you, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes, you will. Mm -hmm. Okay. And finally, I see what I got. Two minutes here. Uh, Will you or any of the ladies, will you guys be doing any live tweeting on Monday night or what? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, this actual Monday night, um, us girls got together and we're doing a premiere party. Um, So we will all be together on Monday night. We will be going live on our Instagram. We will be tweeting. Um, We will be be very much engaged with the audience um, and excited. You know, we're going to see it for the first time with everybody else. Oh, this could be even more exciting. Okay, so what link, what do they need to go to get in on the fun with the live tweeting? Um, well, all of our personal Twitters, I'm not sure what the other cast members are, but mine is Angel Brink. Okay. Um, so, and, and that's on everything, Instagram, Facebook, uh-huh. uh, Twitter, um, you know, just so you guys can connect with me that way. I'll definitely be, um, live and, and, and available. Okay. Monday night is... I can't wait night. this week. <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to be exciting to now, now that we know that you ladies are going to be seeing it for the first time, just like us viewers. So that makes it even more fun. So that's really good. Cool. Are you nervous about maybe any oh, particular yeah. episode? We, we don't get to see it. We don't. We get to see it with everyone else, which is oh, like, you know, okay. it, it's, it's always interesting. Yeah, isn't that isn't that cool? That is really cool. <laughs> that is very very cool. And uh, so, are, are there any particular episodes that you might be a little nervous about? You know, in the editing. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, of course, you know, you know, but it's, it, you know, we're on TV. Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, we're, we're in these scenes being our true selves. Um, you know, you just never know, you know, you never know how, how the audience will take certain things. Um, but we can't, we, you know, unapologetically, like we're us, you know. Of course. Well, they're giving me the signal. Well, Angel, thank you so much for chatting with me. And (laughs) we will look to see you and the rest of the ladies basketball wives season premiere Monday, May 16th, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time. So thank you so much. We're going to see. We're going to be there. Yeah. Going to tweet with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Have a great weekend. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, before we get to our next guest, I want to bring to your attention uh, some film festivals that are here locally. Yeah, we plan on having some spokespeople from uh, at least two of them, because one of those film festivals is uh, currently going on right this minute as we speak. It's the Fear Fair, F-A-I-R-E Film Festival, the Fear Fair Film Festival. It started yesterday, ends later on tonight, is taking place at the Rio 
all suite hotels and casino right there on West Flamingo. So it's going on right now. If you are in the area, maybe if you're staying at the Rio, you might want to see all that buzz going on and just go and uh, check out the Fear Fair. F-A-I-R-E. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Is that right? I don't know. But anyway, that's going on right now. And then on uh, next month, June 27th will be the start of the Las Vegas Independent Film Festival. And we plan on having, uh, as I said, a spokesperson to come on the show to tell, well, before the 27th, obviously, maybe by the beginning of June, uh, so they can come on to tell us more about this year's festivities at the Las Vegas Independent Film Festival. I understand this is a very large festival, but it starts June 27th. You can go to um, their website, just Google Las Vegas Independent Film Festival 2022, and you'll see all of the information. And then uh, on June 23rd through the 26th, the Nevada Women's Film Festival will take place right here in Las Vegas. And uh, I've heard a lot of great, th- I've actually heard a lot of great things about all three festivals. So uh, we again plan on having a spokesperson from the Nevada w- Women's Film Festival, which again takes place June 23 through the 26th. And again, Google. Nevada Women's Film Festival 2022. And you can get all of the details, a lineup of who will be there, the different films and such as that. So I uh, look forward to those guests chatting with us in just a few weeks from now. So, okay, we, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back with our next guest. Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone will be right back after this. Okay, thanks, Angel. Uh, those ladies, all those shows, but especially that one, they really do dress nicely. I'm always watching these kinds of shows, trying to, you know, get the latest in hair, makeup tips, and such as that. So make sure you tune in if you are a longtime fan of Basketball Wives again, Monday, Monday night, 8 p.m. And as Angel said, they will be, at least, well, she said all of them, they will be doing some live tweeting. Um, we don't have all of their um, handles, but you can find Angel at Angel Brinks and uh, she'll be right there. You can say hello to her. Tell her, hey, tell her you heard her interview with me on Film Festival Radio today. I would so love it if you did that. And if you don't, it's okay. I still love you anyway. Yeah, I'm unconditional. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's switch gears here for a minute want to re oh before we do that i want to tell you about uh, i'm very excited because uh, a guest that will be coming up next saturday we uh will be talking to uh dr ben carson yes the dr ben carson uh former uh secretary of housing and uh uh, urban Development um, Director under the Trump Administration. He has a brand new book out, and we will be talking to him next Saturday. So make sure you tune in to find out um, all the details about his book and what he's uh, currently doing or about to do uh, project-wise, but mostly uh, focusing on his new book that just just came out. So uh, make sure you tune in. We'll have other guests as well, but I wanted to, we've been working on that particular guest for a very long time and we 
finally got it done. So he will be joining us next Saturday. Okay, to further speak of guests, check this out. LinkedIn, as I said at the top of the hour, how many of you out there are looking to change careers or maybe you're just looking for another job? Got a job, don't have one turned to LinkedIn. Now I'm always on LinkedIn because I'm always posting um, pre-recorded, you know, after the, the interview airs here, well then lots of times I will post it on my LinkedIn page. So I'm always on LinkedIn for networking purposes. But LinkedIn, let me tell you this, I did not know this. LinkedIn has become the I mean, the go-to place for career, uh, careers, jobs, advice, professional help, um, HR people, just LinkedIn is, is it. LinkedIn is the place that everybody is now turning to around the world. Yeah. So my guest who will be calling in shortly is an author. He He's a co-author actually of a new book. It's called Linked. Conquer LinkedIn. Get the job. Own your future. His name is Omar Garrett. Garriott. Lift that eye out. Omar Garriott. And his uh, co-author with him, both of them together, of course, is Jeremy Schiffling. So uh, Jeremy could not make it, but we have Omar calling in. And these guys have this really good, cool book. It has been called and described by uh, literary reviewers as the LinkedIn Insider's Guide. It's like the Bible of LinkedIn, so to speak, about how to help everybody who wants it to maneuver and work LinkedIn and work it and work it well for your favor. Yes, with all of this, uh, these crazy economic trends, the great resignation, all of this stuff is still going on. Um, we need help like this. And what's so cool about Omar and his uh, writing partner, Jeremy, is that these guys used to work at LinkedIn. You can't get any better than that. They were career coaches at LinkedIn and they know the inside, the outside. And so I highly suggest that you get this book. The title of it again is Linked. Conquer LinkedIn, get the job, own your future. And there was just so much helpful information. It came, it just came out last week. It is, uh, again, the definitive guide to harnessing through the power of LinkedIn. You know, just, uh, I'm going to ask him all kinds of stuff. So uh, I've got my questions all lined up, so I'm ready to rock and roll. So let's bring on Omar Garriott, co-author of the new book, Linked, Conquer LinkedIn, get the job, own your future. And so we can find out how do you do it? What's the secrets? Let's bring him on. He's on board right this minute. Let's bring him. We're now connected with the line of Janice Malone. We do have Omar Garriott on the line. Well, hello. Good afternoon, Omar. 
Hi, Janice. How are you? I'm very good. I have been anxious to talk to you for a while here. Uh, you are, remind everybody that you are one of the co-authors of the new book, Linked. Conquer LinkedIn, get the job on your future. So tell everyone why you are the definitive guide expert uh, to mastering the power of LinkedIn and, and your background with LinkedIn. Absolutely. So uh, I wrote this book with my partner in crime at LinkedIn five, six years ago. We started the student and new grad team at LinkedIn. So this is the only book on how to master LinkedIn, written by former LinkedIn employee. Can't get any better than that. It really can't. Well, let's get right to the nuts and bolts here. Now, generally speaking, every so many people, especially nowadays, are have been using LinkedIn for the real professional type jobs. But how, how many layers of, of bots and algorithms does the average resume pass through before it gets to a real life human? Yeah, so first thing I'll say is LinkedIn has become ubiquitous, right? Every sector, every industry, every type of job, and every recruiter in all of those industries are using LinkedIn day in, day out to find candidates. 97% of recruiters live in LinkedIn all day long, and two-thirds of them only use LinkedIn to find candidates. So it's synonymous with the job market. Um, the way the algorithm works is uh, it is screening out candidates um, before you can get to an actual human being, right? So that's mm -hmm. true for the LinkedIn search algorithm. It's also true for these applicant tracking systems when you're submitting your resume online for a job, uh, whether it's a job board or a, a company website. You've got to pass a certain threshold of keyword matches between your resume or your LinkedIn profile and that job description, job description before you can ever even actually get to a human being. So that's really important. And then the other way to make sure you get to a human being is to make sure that you've built a, uh, you've built a connection with somebody on the inside who can be that all, all important referral. Okay. So these keyword searches, do they, how often do they, do they change up and how does an applicant know the exact keyword that they need to have on their resumes to bypass those greedy little bots? <laughs> Great question. So uh, the way to net, so these algorithms and um, robots that are scanning your resume and your profile, they're, the good news is they're not super sophisticated. There's a very easy way to hack them, which is to simply make sure that you have all the keywords in the right places that match the job descriptions you are most excited about. So a key thing to do on your LinkedIn profile, and I would argue your resume as well, is focus it. Focus it on the specific role that you want to have next. Don't don't look like you're trying to, uh, you know, spread your uh, spread your seeds too far and wide. Be focused because less is more on LinkedIn. When you do that, you'll get better results with the robots because they'll be saying, okay, this person is exactly the candidate that you are looking for, recruiter, with this job posting. And one tool that I really like to help put some science behind this for you is called jobscan.co, jobscan.co. There you can paste in your resume or your LinkedIn profile on the left and a job description you're really interested in on the right. 
and it will actually match up and show you, okay, you've got these keywords really, really crushing it on those, but here are some ones that you should beef up on if you want to get found and get considered for this job. Okay, so that's jobscan.co. And is it free or do you know? Yep, it's free. Okay, well, I know listeners are going to run, skip, and hop to that one there. Well, okay, uh, you talk about, in your book, uh, about this this hidden, in quotes, hidden job market. What is the hidden job market, and how can people find it? The hidden job market is the majority of jobs, as many as 80% in some industries, that are never actually posted. And if they are posted, there's already a candidate in mind. They're doing it because they have to for legal reasons. So um, the way to access this hidden job market is to be top of mind for the job you want to have next exactly at that moment when the job is posted. And so this really involves getting ahead of the game, building a network before you need it, and making sure you've built some relationships with the right people at the companies you're most interested in, or even the team, if you're you know, really targeting a specific role or a specific manager, so that when that perfect job comes up, they're thinking of you right away, and, and you are getting the inside track on that hidden job market. So networking is really the key way to do this, and it's why I like to think of LinkedIn as the great opportunity democratizer, because anybody can build a network to get themselves in anywhere. It's no longer the, the sole bastion of, you know, growing up wealthy or going to a top MBA program. Anybody can do this. Okay. We've, if anyone who's on LinkedIn always get that such and such viewed your profile, is, is that worth anything who viewed my profile when that happens or is it valuable or does it matter or what? It's actually the most popular feature on LinkedIn because it plays to two very strong human instincts, voyeurism and vanity. People love to see who's viewed their profile. Yes. I would say there's two ways that it's useful. One is, right, if you've applied to a job or you've tried to make a connection with somebody at a job, uh, at a particular company, and they're viewing your profile, uh, your profile, that's an indication that maybe they're taking your candidacy seriously. Now, if, they, if you've applied to a job and they have not viewed your profile in the past week or two and no one else at the company has, maybe that's not such a great sign, right? Maybe you should follow up to make sure they know you're still interested. The other way it's useful is because it's the most popular part of the site, what happens when you view somebody's profile? They're likely to see that in there who viewed my profile and view you back. And you can actually use that as a way to make a connection by just sending a message and saying, hey, I noticed we viewed each other's profile. We call this who's viewed my profile roulette. And it was an idea given to us by one of our clients and it actually works. Okay, because I get a lot of those, uh, not that I'm looking for a job, but just, you know, I post a lot of the, the interviews, like, look yourself, and we're going to post yours. Um, and, and so many people will view the profile, and I've often wondered, what is the proper etiquette? And I think you just beautifully explained it. So if somebody does view your profile, is, is it okay to say hello back to them, or, or how should that be handled? Oh, absolutely. But, you know, what we try to do in the book is, cut through all the noise on, on LinkedIn and, frankly, social media and really point to what matters the most when it comes to finding and getting found for a great job. There's a lot of other stuff on LinkedIn, and, frankly, this is kind of one of those features that 
increases what they call the stickiness of the site. It's mm-hmm. viral. People love it. But it's not actually all that useful to um, the job seeker in that process unless you make it useful, right? So it's just a feature that's there. But if you want to use it to connect in with people who maybe might otherwise be difficult to connect with, that's when you play who, who, who viewed my profile roulette. And when you're sending these messages to people, you want to focus on three things. One, what is your shared affiliation? Maybe it's an alma mater or a school you have in common. Maybe it's a shared connection. Maybe it's just a passion for the company you want to work for. Two, flatter them. People love to be flattered. Don't talk about yourself. Talk about them. I would love to pick your brain on your amazing career path. And then three, specific call to action. Do you have 15 or 20 minutes for coffee or a Zoom chat next week? Next week is always better than this week. But keep it focused on those three elements and you're likely to get a response. Wow, Andy, that is awesome. That is some powerful ammunition. So the book, again, is linked. Conquer LinkedIn, get the job, own your future by Omar Garrett. And Jeremy, is am I, is it Shuffling, the right pronunciation? Shifling. Shifling. Okay. Well, the book is out. People have already asked me for it. My copy. No, go buy it. Get it yourself. (laughs) Spend some money. But this is a very good uh, inside look at how to operate and how to maneuver and win it at uh, LinkedIn. So thank you guys so much for writing this very important book. I really, really appreciate your chat. Thank you. And thanks for having, thanks for having us on. We're really excited about how this can help people at every age and stage of their career. Yeah, it's a big, big help. It's like the LinkedIn Bible, so to speak. <laughs> so anyway. You said uh, it, not me. I was thinking that, though. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just put it out there because it's very true. It's very true. So again, thank you so very much. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you on LinkedIn. All right. Thanks so much, Anna. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, everybody, uh, before we sign off, I think we have more, do we? I think we do. We have more than enough time for some auditions. Yes, I love auditions. You love them. We all love auditions. And I think we have enough time for three. So go get the pen and paper while you're doing that. Uh, I'll just kind of, again, you know, we're going to have uh, more guests here. As I said before the break, um, Dr. Ben Carson will be joining us next week. And we have uh, another guest, another author that has a very, just a very touching film called The Letter Man. It's an independent film. We'll tell you more about that later. But okay, you should have your pen and paper by now. And in the event that you're driving or something like that, you don't have time for, we don't want you writing and driving. We just don't want you doing that. Please don't. Please. Uh, Email us info at filmfestivalradio.com. If you hear an announcement that you'd like to try out for, can't write it down right at the moment. Hey, maybe you're Maybe you're, you know, rolling your hair or something or, you know, what, queuing, you might be barbecuing, whatever you're doing, if you're busy. Okay, let's go to our first audition. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Guess who's looking for contestants? Yes. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Ah, who doesn't love Let's Make a Deal? If you don't like Let's Make a Deal, I don't know if I can trust you. I just really don't. That's just how I feel about Let's Make a Deal. show has been on since the 1960s. Okay, we weren't even born, probably. 
I know I was. But anyway, the show again has been on for so long and they are currently accepting online applications and video auditions through their online form. Yes, you can just, the, the, the process starts by going to do the online form and the video first. And if you are selected, then, you know, they tell you what to do. You'll go to LA, of course, and all that. But to be considered for upcoming episodes of the hit show, of, what did I say? Emmy Award. Yes, Emmy Award winning show. The producers have created this online audition form that you can just fill out right in the comforts of your own home. And if you are selected, of course, you get to go to LA, you meet Wayne Brady and Jonathan and gorgeous Tiffany and Kat and win some money, maybe even win a car. Oh my God, you win a car. You can drive it back to Vegas and you'd have your money in the trunk. Then you can go gambling and your life will just be so happy. You can come pick me up here at the station and, and take me to dinner, lunch, breakfast, all of that. Let's make a deal can change your life. Mine too. Now, this is what you need to do. To get that online audition form, go to this website, freemantlecasting.com. And that's spelled F-R-E-M-A-N-T-L-E casting.com, freemantlecasting.com to fill out your form to see if you can make it through the first round of possibly being selected to be on Let's Make a Deal. You know, I'm going to be cheering for you if you make it. Okay, audition number two. Oh, another one of my favorite shows. You know what? Okay, who loves Chopped on the Food Network? Come on, hands up, hands up, both hands up. Okay, I love Chopped. You know what? Chopped is one of those shows that I love to hate, but I, I try not to ever miss it. <laughs> well, guess what? Chopped is looking for professional chefs. Yes, Chopped shop girl guy people if you think that you have what it takes if you are a professional chef and you would like the chance to compete against some of the best professional chefs in the world you know how chop rolls four chefs three rounds and a panel of celebrity judges and people crazy at home like me just well, sometimes I'm booing, but sometimes I'm cheering. It just all depends on what they're cooking. And they got the crazy food baskets. Did you guys see Chop when they had the snake? Oh, I thought I was going to pass out and start speaking in tongues. Oh, yeah, they, they, snake. Yes, real snake. It was there. I know. I know it's a delicacy. It's just not for me. But anyway, the Food Network, again, chopped the hit show. They're looking for amazing, talented, creative, professional chefs for some of their uh, new season, their upcoming episodes for 2022 and 2023. If you win, you know how it goes. If you win all three rounds, you get $10,000 and then you can come back to Vegas and you can go to the casinos and you can pick me up and we can go gambling. I'll cheer you on. So if you want to try out for Chopped, this is what you need to do. Go to the website, jscasting.com forward slash chopped, C-H-O-P-P-E-D. And again, that's jscasting.com 
the forward slash mark and the word chopped. And there you will find everything that you need uh, to do the audition, however way they're doing. I haven't had, I must admit, I have not had time to go look at the whole uh, website, but it's, it's all there. You know, I wouldn't steal you wrong. I'll spend you money, but I won't steer you wrong. I promise you that. Okay, our final audition here. Another reality show. This time is from CBS. Their hit show, Tough as Nails. And they are looking for blue collar tradesmen and women who know how to roll up their sleeves and just get the job done. Get get gritty with it. Just sweat and dirt under your nails and your toenails and just, you know, just all, oh, you know how tough as nails goes. You've seen the show. The same people, the same producer who created The Amazing Race, this producer created Tough as Nails. So if you don't mind working hard, long hours, in this competition, getting your hands dirty, your hair, even your eyebrows probably going to get dirty. You know, this show doesn't play around. So if you want to try out for CBS's Tough as Nails, go to this website, Tough as Nails, CBS casting.com. Now you need to hurry because this show will start shooting in July. So there, what is this? May the 15th? No, 14th, sorry. May 14th. So they are not playing around here. They're not for play play on this one. So the, well, none of them actually, but again, the website is tough as nails, CBS casting.com. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Because again, the show will start shooting in July. Okay. Those are some good auditions. I think those are some really good auditions. We might have people out here listening who are talented enough to try out for all three. Wouldn't that be something? One person can get cast in all three. But anyway, uh, I think that is it. Uh, we, yeah, that's all of it for now. And we just thank all of our guests for listening to us as always. Thank you guys for listening like you do. We love getting your emails and uh, we try to answer everybody back that uh, writes in. So we're, we're like family. Feel free to write us at any time. Info at filmfestivalradio.com. And so we're going to sign it off. And so hopefully you will join us again next Saturday where we'll have another lineup of some of the most famous, talented, busy people in all the land. And until then, I'll see you guys next Saturday. Have a great rest of the weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com. <laughs>